However, there was a very, very powerful time when I was kind of coming out of a relatively dark space back in the day, but then all of a sudden I felt the need that I need to sit down and become intentional, not goals. It's like I need to almost make an energetic pact or promise to myself. And that's what it feels like. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Nice to have you with me again. We're going to jump straight into today's episode, which is a great follow from episode 20, which I did walk you through the four misconceptions. Very, very powerful episode, that one. And I appreciate the comments and the feedback from that because it was a bit of an eye opener for some of you. And of course, it was more of an understanding and a realization how some of you, how far you've actually come. And I think that is a a beautiful thing. And I'm happy that that episode could provide that for you because it is nice to have those markers and to hear something and going, oh, hang on, I used to think like that, or I used to be like that, and I have grown, I have moved on. And if you've had that, honestly, I commend you, and I love the fact that you can acknowledge that, because that's a huge thing. So well done to everyone who does that. And again, thank you to everyone who did comment, reply, and uh, message in about it. It was wonderful. So this one follows on from that, and I love this, because uh, very, very divinely guided with the topic. And of course, as you know, it's your energetic superpower and of course, your energetic kryptonite. For those who are unfamiliar, your kryptonite is of course that lovely alien material that is from Superman. And obviously, Superman is Superman, very super powerful. He has these superpowers. However, the kryptonite, which is like a, in the comics and the movies, is just this alien material, which is very green, a green like crystal. And whenever it is near him, He completely loses his powers, he becomes vulnerable, and he's like now lacking the ability and can almost be hurt and, you know, injured. I thought this is a beautiful way of talking about because Spirit have guided me with this. So we're going to be jumping straight into this. So let's start off with our superpower. I have talked about this before. It is something that you'll hear me talk about constantly because it's so important. So what we're going through here is, is the superpower is intention. I have talked about this a little bit previous in other episodes. However, I'm going to take you through it a little bit deeper in this one because it is really, really important. So with intention, it is powerful because it goes far beyond your typical dreams and goals, right? So dreams are simply the thoughts and ideas that you have and you will say to yourself, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, I could do that. Oh, we should do that. All completely there up in your thought space and where you more or less don't do anything with them. We come down to a goal level and realistically, a goal, which I've always loved the summation of this, a goal is a dream with a timeline. 
And she's going to go, we really wanted to do Fiji and we're going to do it by 2025. Beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. And you can have that. However, if you want to supercharge or reach the superpower with yourself and with what you're wanting to do in your life, and this goes even further beyond and adds to your lovely topics of law of attraction, all that kind of thing, manifesting, all that. This goes further. That's where your intention comes in. Intention's the deeper level again. Intention is the energetic point. It is the thing that controls the energy. And so it gives you a reason. It gives you a focal point to move forward. It helps you to take the energy that you do have and it becomes focused. But where this goes deeper again is because it's actually been proven that when you work with intentions, it starts to go deeper into your conscious layers. It works on your conscious level and it also starts to supersede and imprint on your subconscious level. That is where it's super powerful. The subconscious is your autopilot, people. Right? Remember that. Never forget that. Like, why do you think you fall back into habits? You might say, oh, I'm going to go off and join the gym and lose 5, 10 kilos. Three weeks later, you are not going to the gym, still paying for the membership, but you, and then all of a sudden you fall back into the old habits and like, oh, I'm too tired or you know what? I will just run past Maccas because it's Friday night. I don't want to cook, whatever it may be. So and all of a sudden you fall into old habits. That's your subconscious coming out to play, and what's happened there is your goal is not powerful enough. The why behind it is not powerful enough to override that subconscious value. The other thing too is there is it's not in alignment with you. Simple as that, because what you're thinking here with your conscious level, so if you're watching the YouTube version of this, you'll see me pointing to the part of my head and like where the actual brain is and in that space. But what happens is you are only tapping into the frontal part. When you get intention and it aligns with you, you will not just have it in your head, you will feel it and know it. Remember that. If you want to know the difference between that goal aspect and where you are just in your mind or your head, the difference is when you've got that versus you've got good intentions and you, your intention to follow through with it, you will feel it energetically. That's why it's your energetic superpower. You will feel it and you will know it. The reason being is because that energy starts to flow, connects with your subconscious, and starts to flow deeper within and throughout your whole body. And when you have that, that is ultimately what we call alignment. So it's a wonderful thing. And when you genuinely feel that and you know it, it's unshakable. And then the super powerful part about it is it imprints on your subconscious automatically and very quickly creating new habits and new formations or new belief systems for you. And it boosts everything for you. It will boost your courage to take risks and move forward. And as long as you know that it's towards that intention, it will work for you. You'll have that. Of course, once you've got that, you're going to have increased confidence. 
And of course, once you start doing more of those things, you start working more towards that, knowing that it's now you're connecting energetically and moving towards your energetic goals and connections, you are going to reinforce that and it gets further and further. Your belief system becomes stronger and you build that muscle really, really strongly. That's why it is your superpower. I highly recommend you go and have a look at it. You can research and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of wonderful stuff out there about it, but that's just giving you the kind of surface level, which to me is powerful enough in itself, but it giving you the surface level about it so you can start working with it. But I'm going to take you one step further because it is something because a lot of people, and when I take my students through this, they struggle with, you know, hey, Pete, am I getting intentions right? I'm not 100% sure. Here's the deal, and here's a quick exercise that you can take yourself through to know whether you are working in the intention space versus the goal space or just setting those things. Because I'll be honest with you, I do not work with goals. Does not interest me. I have always ended up like not doing them. That's why I don't do them. So clearly, it doesn't work for me. However, there was a very, very powerful time when I was kind of coming out of a relatively dark space back in the day, but then all of a sudden I felt the need that I need to sit down and become intentional, not goals. It's like I need to almost make an energetic pact or promise to myself. And that's what it feels like. That's why you feel it more. It's not just a timeline. You know, it's not saying, oh, I'm going to, for example, I'm going to reach 500 Facebook followers by three months. All right, that's that's a goal. And intention goes a little bit deeper. It's like you might go, I am going to post interactive content on my Facebook at least once a day. And that's a promise. You don't even need the timeline because you're like, you know it's going to give that. So that's the intention. I remember when I was writing these down, they felt so right and so good that they just flowed. And I wrote them down and I remember I stuck them in the cupboard. Believe it or not, I didn't look at them again because it's different because the reason why I didn't look at them again is they had already imprinted on me. They were already there. So it's almost as if I have made this beautiful agreement energetically between my head, my heart and my soul, that alignment. It was beautiful. And I know that 18 months later, I was cleaning out my office and cleaning out my cupboard. I came across those intentions. Out of a page and a half, which listed approximately about maybe 13 to 15, I had covered all but three. And I remember some of those big, like I remember about getting uh, practitioners into my practice, the kind of practitioners they were going to be. I got very, very specific. And it was about my intention about what I was going to create and the space and environment that I was going to also create, hold, and manage. So it was really kind of powerful. So this is where I encourage you to have a go at this. You can do this with pretty much any area of your life, but the whole thing is you will know whether it's going to be right for you. Here's the thing. As soon as you write it down and you're going, right, I'm going to be intentional about this. This statement is going to resonate true with me and it's going to align with me. If you come in to this exercise with this attitude, you will not be able to write something down that doesn't fit or align with you. That's the powerful thing. When you come with intention of like, 
I am going. See, it's intentional to do intentional work. It's weird, right? But it is true. You have to be intentional to do this intentional exercise. So when you come in with that intention to be intentional, you are going to be sitting down, writing this out. And the whole thing is, as soon as you write something, you will know within yourself whether it's right for you. You will feel whether it's right for you. You will get and understand the alignment that you'll have. You may write some statements down, but as soon as you go back and read them, if you feel empty, and I mean empty, like there's no feeling, there's no buzz, there's no excitement, there's no trust in yourself, there's no feeling to it, that is not aligned with you. And you need to either rephrase it or drop it all together. And you can have easy statements around that, like, oh, I am going to run at least three times a week or jog three times a week or swim three times a week. You will know within yourself, your subconscious and that deeper part of yourself knows so knows you so well that you're going to go, then that's not going to happen. <laughs> and when you read it and you look at it, you'll be like, yeah, that's not going to happen. This is a key thing. When you start to listen and feel what is right for you, this is a beautiful exercise. It's very, very energetic, but it's a beautiful exercise to practice with because if you can master this, you are tapping into some serious juice. You are tapping into your superpower. It is the thing that works with the channeling and connecting you with the energy beyond yourself. Now, intention is even more important when you are jumping into other practices that are going to exist where you're wanting to connect outside of yourself and bring the energy in. Without this intention, things won't work. A classic example of this, and I always say this in my meditation five for five challenges, is the reason that most people either say they fail or suck at meditation is because they don't know what they're doing it for. The reason most people who fall into that bucket, what happens is they know that, or they've been told or read or you know, whatever, but they know that meditation is good for them. They know it's healthy. They know up here on a logical level that it could assist them in relieving stress, being happier, whatever it may be. They know that on a knowledge level. However, when it comes to actually doing the practice, they sit down or they lay down and they start and they come up with every excuse as to why they fail or suck at meditation. Those excuses will be, you know, around the whole fact of like, I fall asleep. My mind is too busy, which is a huge one. Okay. The other parts there is just like, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's frustrating. I can't sit still. My body's whatever. There's a multitude of reasons. I've heard them all. Their biggest problem is they are coming into that exercise with little to no intention of what they want out of it. Do you see that? You may even be. You might be listening here right now or watching right now going, oh, hang on, that's me. The reason is you don't know what you're doing it for. What is the purpose or reason that you're meditating? If you know what that's going to be, that will help you. That is, aka, your intention. 
You need to know your intention in order to drive the outcome. If you don't know what your outcome is, you're going to have zero intention. You have no bearing. Your compass is like spinning on its axis, just going around, around, around. And you're going to go there and go, oh, this doesn't work for me. Oh, this didn't work. See this in energetic practices like meditation. I see this in channeling. I see this with people practice any form of the spiritual stuff. But it goes beyond that. This comes back into the real life. I see this so often with people who want to be entrepreneurial. I see people who, when they start to do business or even start a hobby, they still have no intention. Hence, you will stop or fail at it within a very short period of time. That usually happens less than 12 weeks. Hence, the habit bracket, you know, the whole 12 weeks forms a habit. But if you have the right intention, You will not even be looking at the 12 weeks. You will know the why you're doing it. You will feel it's good for you. You know the outcome. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't become a problem. You're doing it because energetically, it feels right and it's aligned with you. So you need to know the outcome and therefore align your attentions with that and line that up and you are going to really go well and tap in to your superpower. That's intention. So have a go at that exercise, and I'd love to know if you're going to, and honestly, you feel free to reach out, DM me if you want to, like you're going, hey, Pete, I'm still not sure about this intention thing. It is a little bit of a tricky one, but I just encourage you to have a go at it. It's a beautiful exercise, and it is helpful in so many ways because it helps you to understand that. It helps you to become more conscious about your feeling, okay? This is the Inner Power Podcast. It's all about being more aware, conscious living. So it's going to help you do that. It's going to help you become more attuned to the outcomes that you're looking in your life, your business, your hobby, your relationships, money, whatever it may be. You can apply it to every part of your life. You can have a look at that, but have a go. And it also makes you aware to be honest with yourself. That is huge. When you write it down, you have to be honest with yourself. Because you remember, if you leave it there and you're not feeling it or it's not resonating with you, guess what? You are just plain old lying to yourself, and that is going to serve no one. And I mean no one, especially you. So that's intentions. Have a go at that. So now this brings us to, because once you've got that intention, and another great way of looking at intention is like, for example, as soon as I go out on stage, I know I'm going to have the intention of being there for the audience, holding that space for the audience, and connecting with them in whatever shape or form to help them for their greatest and highest good. That's my intention. And that always comes through and it's always my compass and it always brings that back. So there's beautiful ways of understanding intention. You see how like for me to step out the stage and do that, that's not a goal. It's an intention. It's a way that I carry and I focus my energy and it supercharges everything. So it's a beautiful thing. And I really, really encourage you all to tap into that. Now, now that you understand the superpower, I hate to say it, Universal law, there must be balance. So guess what? We have the anti-hero or the kryptonite. And this kryptonite is expectation. Expectation is your energetic killer. It is the thing that cuts off all the energy. And expectation happens only in one area of your body. Now, remember, I told you intention happens throughout your whole body. That's why alignment comes up. You feel it in your head, your heart, and throughout your body, your soul. It all, you have a deeper feeling with intention. 
everywhere. Your kryptonite, aka expectation, only happens in one. Would you like to have a guess at which area of the body that might be? I'm pretty sure most of you would have guessed it. Yeah, it's your head. Your head is the thing that puts the problems and puts the brakes on a lot of our lives. And having that expectation is the thing that kills it. Now, I'm going to describe this for you that are listening, but if you're watching, you're going to remember. So when we are kind of channeling or tapping in to you know, the energy beyond us, which is a beautiful thing, it's all there, it's there for every one of us to access, it comes through us. And that's me, it goes through us. And it usually channels in from the top of our head and goes through our body, hence alignment. However, as you can see, or as I'm describing this to you, if you run a line from the top of your head coming down into your heart, where does that energy flow through? Yeah, your head. So therefore, it must filter through there. And this is where things will go wrong because as soon as you start to place an emotional attachment to the outcome, you are getting in your head and you are placing an expectation on the act that you're doing. This is where people get a sense of failing. This is where people get the sense of not succeeding. This is where they feel like, you know, you're not receiving or feeling anything because it's a block and it really does. I call expectation the kink in the hose. The way I explain this to people is when you're looking to connect, whether it's for yourself or even through someone, okay, expectations it doesn't have to be about you, like channeling yourself. If you're going and expecting like a session or you're looking for anybody to help you in any shape or form, you could be going to your accountant for financial advice. But if you have an expectation of like, well, he's going to solve my problems and he's going to be able to save me $500,000 because if he saves me $500,000, I'm going to be able to invest in this. I'm going to get the house. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. blah. But then your accountant says to you, because you so you get so excited that he's going to do this for me because he's really good and she's really good. Often going to do this. All of a sudden, you get to your accountant and they're going, no, we can't say that. Like, honestly, there's nothing to save. You've got to focus on this first. And you've got to get this. And all of a sudden, you walk out of that appointment or finish that conversation and all you're feeling is disappointment. Because what's happened is what you had built up in your head is not viable or doable that's an expectation. You have put an emotional attachment to the outcome, sits in your head, and since you didn't get it, you get a sense of like despair, disappointment, failure, not working, and like you just feel blah. It is a tricky thing. Like to say, so if you go to water the garden and you pull the hose out and you get the hose out and you stand at the garden where You go, cool, I've got enough hose now. I'm going to water this spot of the garden. So you keep the hose pointed at the garden. Then you walk back a few steps and then you turn on the tap to let the water flow. Now you've turned the tap a few times and you're looking at the hose pointing at the garden, but nothing's happening. And you start going, I don't understand. Hose is here, garden's there, tap on, there's no water. What's going on? Then you decide to look down and you realize, oh, I'm standing on the hose. You're kinking it because you don't even realize you're in the middle of it and you are the problem 
causing or blocking the flow. You're kinking the hose. As soon as you remove yourself off that hose, the water will flow, the garden being watered, everything's good. That's what happens when you remove the expectation. The whole point is there with expectation, you stand on the hose, you block the flow. You're going to kink it It'll or you'll massively suffocate it. So it's a really important thing here. This happens a lot. And like I said, it follows on from the last episode because where we talk about it, it was a bit of a truth pill. We had to talk about it. We had to talk about where are you really at? What's the misconceptions? Are you really using all the tools or are you just so busy wanting what you want? That's an expectation. When you want to work with this world, you have to let go. You have to stand off the hose. You can't control everything. And the more that you start to take that approach, the more you're going to have flow in your life. The more you're going to have that beautiful alignment in your life. The more you'll be able to use and connect with your superpower, your intentions and the more they will be able to water the garden. So you've got to remember, be mindful of what kind of expectations you might be placing upon yourself, others, or any situation that you're moving into. This is not just a spiritual thing, but it is a very energetic teaching. It's a very energetic principle. Intention is all about energy. Expectation is all about you and your head and about the outcome. And it will absolutely kill the power of intention. No different to standing on the hose. If you, I'm going to give you one more analogy about expectation. And sometimes this works really, really well. And especially talking in and around like energetic work and channeling or connecting. And it is hard. And if any of you are going through grief, this is a hard one too. And you might be going, hey, I'd love to connect with my loved one. Or, you know, I'd love to have a dream of my loved one. I'd love to feel them around. All right. These are beautiful things. But here's the thing, that expectation of having, like, I want them to come visit or whatever else, that will really suffocate that ability. And not only that, it's actually going to blind you because they may very well be trying to do that, but you can't see it because you're putting too much pressure on yourself, okay? You can see expectations, not just about them, it's about yourself at the same time. So what's the key thing here is just to help explain this in terms of energy and the way that spirit shows it, which is beautiful. I love this analogy, is that if you're ever wanting to work with energy and you're wanting to connect in any shape or form, you've got to remember that it's almost like working with sand. And when I explain this, and I've explained this many, many times, on, on the stages that I've been on and when people ask me the question, why can't I see my lover? Why don't I get a visit from them? What happens is I say to them, right, if I just got all of you and I asked you, right, go down to the beach right now and I want you to bring as much sand as you possibly can back right now. And if you're thinking about rushing down and bringing back sand for me in a hurry, what would you do? More often than not, you're going to run down the beach, you're going to put your hands into the sand pick them up. And because you've got to run back to deliver the sand to me, you are going to squeeze that sand in your hands. Now, here's the thing. As you start to squeeze that sand, what happens to that sand? 
it starts to slip through your fingers and out of your hand and spills over. Then by the time that you're running and rushing back to me, so I've got some sand, you open your hand, you really have little to no sand left. This is what happens when you're rushing. This is what happens when you have expectation. And if you work with energy, this is the same way. You squeeze, you have less. Okay, remember, come back to the kink of the hose, no different. So this time we're just looking at sand. However, now if I say to you, hey, take your time, relax, and just bring back whatever you can. If I told you this way, you would go to the beach. If you would relax your hands, cup them together, then together you would scoop them into the sand and then lift up. And if you have your hands open and you've cupped the sand, you're going to have a beautiful little mound of sand in your hands. The only reason why you can carry and connect or have this much sand is because your hands are open and relaxed because you are allowing it to sit there. You're not putting an expectation on it or trying to squeeze it. So hopefully this helps you to understand. So if you're looking to connect, if you're looking for a connection with your own loved one and for them to be around you, just visualize opening your hands and being open to receive the sand. That's a beautiful exercise to help any of you with your expectation. If you feel like you're suffering it, if you feel like it's not quite, you know, you are kind of struggling with that, please just take a moment. You can do it right now and just Take a deep breath, fold out your hands in a nice open fashion and just say, I'm ready to receive. By doing that, you are just being open. You're allowing the energy to do what it needs to do and you're going to get a lot more than if you say, hey, I'm open to receiving, but hey, I want a hundred bucks to go with this. You're going to find a lot more because if you keep your hands open, not only will you get a hundred bucks, you might get a few extra hundred dollar notes on top of it. Big difference. So that hope is to be open. There's a couple of exercises I wanted to share with you. They are your energetic superpower and your kryptonite. Intentions, your superpower, use it. Try the exercise, write it down, see you go. Get honest with yourself, start to feel that alignment. I tell you what, when you do, it's beautiful. And of course, you have your expectation. That's your kryptonite. Watch yourself, watch your head and watch your outcome that you're placing out with your emotional attachment that will kink the hose or that will make you lose the sand. Really do hope this helps you. Love to hear from you on this one. And of course, I'll see you again soon for the next episode.